This episode is presented by Comics and Gaming Magazine, found at cgmagazine.ca, and brought to you by noblenight.com, where out of print is available again. Buy, sell, and trade RPG books at noblenight.com. Throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who have embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors with dice and not a lot of common sense in various role-playing games. Today, legends are told from the tales of our terrible warriors, an unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts as they come together to save the day in These Warriors Are Terrible. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Welcome to These Warriors Are Terrible. We're off to a great start, everyone. We got attacked by rats, got attacked by bats, killed a guy, ran away. <laughs> and now I have to make up what happens next. As things normally go, we're only one episode in, we're off the rails. Yay, team! I'm Justin Eacock, and I'm running today's game. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Noble Knight Game. Did I mention Noble Knight in the last podcast? Are we going to have to edit that one in? I, I, I played the intro. So. The intro says yeah. this is brought oh, to you. The intro says Noble Knight. I don't have to do it. No. Thanks, Steve Saylor, my watchful albino guardian. To my left and your right, we have joining us Mike. Mike. Oh, I'll let you introduce yourself. I'm Mike the oh. Birdman Dodd, playing Larry Tin White, the battle-scarred World War I veteran who likes to point guns at people. Oh, you lost your buddy Henry. Stabbed him to death in the bathroom. My favorite hobo. And I'm Brennan Fry, playing Montgomery Fontague, professor extraordinaire. Who's returned his team of uh, murderous accomplices deep into Harvard, into his... Professorship tenured building place where I guess they house up the older professors. Professor Town. You've gone to Professor Town. Now, I, I'm just curious, Brennan, for your character, because your name sounds very, well, very silly. Do you have an equally silly mustache? Of course I do. <laughs> oh, yes, the most serious silly of mustaches. So do you have a, do you have a, a tweed jacket with leather patches or a leather jacket with tweed patches? I'm rich. I go with the leather with the tweed. Damn right. <laughs> it's, it's tweed printed leather. <laughs> We're going to go there. And so next after Bri- uh, Brendan. Uh, I'm Bree Poison. I'm doing a huge stretch and playing a circus performer, which is also my day job. Um, Who's also adept at stealing cars. Yeah, and we've made lots of prostitution jokes. So just really, like this real is, this life. Is just my life. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I am H.P. Julian Spillane, and I'm playing Errol Chamberlain, mm. the uh, grizzled P.I. who seems to have been ordering this group around in ways to disposing evidence and dun, 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 dun. getting out to Harvard. So you all got into your stolen vehicle yes. and made your way out of town past the most inept police officer we've ever seen, who not only let four murderers escape a city, but also let you steal a car and leave in a really shoddy cleanup job and Certain there was still blood under the fingernails. So you arrive in Harvard now. It's about, I guess it was a 45-minute drive, so it's like 2 in the morning. You guys are exhausted. You're drained. <laughs> you're tired. You're at your wit's end. You're getting a little fuzzy. You're having a hard time driving as you're getting there, a little foggy, but we're running out of time last episode, so I let you get there because I didn't want to roll more dice. And you get into uh, your um, your residence, and I guess, are you guys just ready to just like deal with this in the morning and go to sleep? Well, I set them up with a room, of yeah. course, and then I clean up myself and head to bed myself. Okay, so... Are we sleeping on the floor of a classroom? No! <laughs> I have a nice residence at the Harvard, so... No, you're sleeping in the finest of Shea Lounge ch- uh, couches. Yes. Only the many, best. Where many a student has crashed there after a night of hard partying in the roaring 20s. In and the professor's room? 30s. 
you're one of like the cool professors, you know. Okay. Uh, yes, he, he has big like professor orgies. Yeah, like into like <laughs> history and the occult and the occult. Yes, yeah, so he's got. He does like practices sex it, magic. Yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. It's good. I have magic. It's good. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're, you have students going out of their way to sign up for your classes. So you're all falling asleep in the orgy room, which has a <laughs> massive fireplace. It's really kind of great. Nice, comfortable carpeting. It's all very warm, and uh, you guys just all drifting off to sleep. I'm falling asleep, but I'm keeping my gun close to me so that, you know, I can <laughs> because, you cop know, instincts. Oh, God. All right. Gun under the pillow in the corner of the room with my back to the wall. All right. I'm taking the chase lounge, so and those... I'm using the coat as a blanket and, you know, pretty normal. Nice. Taking my shoes off. And I okay. sleep in my own room with my gun next to my head. So if each of you fall asleep, I want each of you to give me a sanity roll. Of course. Yes. For fuck's sake, 70. <laughs> Fail. Two under 57. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm too under I my sanity. <laughs> so once again, you find yourselves in the diner again, only this time you're all wearing white. And uh, the man you follow is wearing white with a red sash across him. And uh, you're in the bathroom as everything seems to be happening in slow motion, not really happening at all, as uh, one by one you each plunge your knife in one at a time. And this is how the dream plays out. And as... This happens, the focus on the room begins to fall away, and over the room, looking over Boston, is a, a massive mountain. And there's three mountains looking over the city, and above each mountain is a shape, a darkness. Something's looking down. The only one who catches a glimpse of that is, of course, Tin. Sees up and at the top of the mountain is another giant mass of moving flesh and arms and shapes that are unfathomable to imagine and it sends you crazy you wake up screaming in the middle of the night and you take six points holy shit oh. damage. that was a full damage hit that's a uh, a mental problem yeah so that's gonna send you into you're gonna actually have a, a new phobia and psychosis that comes out of this so currently at 59 it's fun picking on the guy with PTSD. I know, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. So you, you, you wake up screaming, and uh, you can put down that you're going to be, uh, uh, after, after the night of rats and bats and people, you're going to be afraid of closed-in spaces. You're getting claustrophobic. You need to be outside because you're trapped everywhere you go now. Trapped by <sighs> circumstance, trapped by the room you're in. Does his scream wake us all you up? You two are in the I room. It doesn't so. wake up the professor because this, yeah, this is like up. a big old stone building. But the Ain't two of you, you wake up and you hear <laughs> it, the old grizzled man in his late 40s just crying. Are you fucking kidding me? I grab my gun out of instinct and just point it around looking around trying to secure the, the – get my surroundings. Room seems fine. I'm still really bleary. Hey, no. Tin. I'm going to look utterly fucking freaked. I like that big wide-eyed carry type stare. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're What's not going talking. On? I've, I, I'm going outside. I, I, I wouldn't recommend that. I'm gonna sleep the fuck outside, and you can't fucking stop me. He's heading for the door. I'm grabbing a blanket. Goodbye. To your funeral. <laughs> okay, bye. You head outside in the what cool air. I've got my gun, by the way. Yeah, the cool air is a nice refresh on your face. You feel the sweat evaporating, and you begin to calm down as you you get outside. Uh, you, you feel the open air refreshing for you, and you can't shake that image, that image that you had in your mind. 
So if he dies tonight, what do we do with the body when we find it tomorrow? Who had the best sanity roll there? I had two. I rolled two. I had a one. Oh. You had a one? <laughs> so the professor, yeah. wow. sleeping soundly in his room, he doesn't wake up and his dream continues. And uh, from the, the three mountains over Boston, we move down into the north end of the back bay. And playing on a piano is a bright, tall, pretty-faced man playing away. He's got a smile on his face. And that's when you wake up, kind of peaceful. Sort of strange how calm a murder can be when you rest through the night. I feel great. <laughs> All right. So it's it, 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 the rest of you go through the night without incident. The two of you asleep in the, uh, I guess what we've now retconned as the orgy room. Yeah. And the uh, 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 tin sleeping outside under the stars. <laughs> like his old good war times. It's very room. Yeah. Good war times. You know, good old, just like the old days. And, Just with uh, the old PTSD. <laughs> the professor wakes up. Um, the uh, milkman arrives in the morning to deliver and is kind of stunned by what appears to be a transient sleeping outside of the house. <laughs> Just and give like, me a bottle of milk and fuck off. He, he kind of <laughs> kicks you. You shouldn't be here. Gonna look up at him. Does he have a thing of milk with him? He's got a thing of like six cartons, or like the bottles of milk jingling away. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, got a little white van down the road. I'm gonna give him five bucks and say, fucking leave. I'm taking the milk and going inside. Kind of looks like five dollars. <laughs> I really like milk. How much money are you made of? He's like, thank you, sir. <laughs> he clearly had the wrong impression about you. And you he never gives, saw me. He gives you the dollar worth of milk and uh, heads off to <laughs> spend his four dollars worth of tip for the day. He's done working. Yeah. We're really, we're really awful at this money management thing. So I'm gonna walk in and chug my six things of milk. <laughs> Uh, God, okay. you know this is true to life too. Uh, you're rolling constitution. <laughs> All right. Oh, milk was a bad choice. <laughs> I love milk. Just, and oh. then he spent the rest of the day in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intolerant of dairy. Ah, <laughs> uh, six, sixty-one over sixty. Okay. Oh, it's just a little fail. All right, so you get a brain freeze on the first bottle, and you can't think ah. straight. Ah. Not skim. Brain freeze. <laughs> That's really good refrigeration for 1939. Yeah. <laughs> it was the elder guy. I could have had him throw it up, but uh, I want to move on to the rest of you as you're waking up now in the morning. Just, I, I don't feel rested at all, probably, because uh, that was a shitty back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Do I just kind of burst into these guys looking chipper? Good morning. Good morning. It's great to wake up late. You're you're just really in the mood here. I'm, I'm in a great mood. I yeah. have great sleep. You're like a Cialis commercial. <laughs> All right, let's get some coffee going. We got to figure out what our next plan is. I'll call the maid. There's a maid. Yeah. <laughs> the Jesus. maid shows up with this morning's paper. I read it. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's is it say, the Boston something or other? Let's Boston, say Globe. The Globe. It's, it's Globe. The Herald, yeah. isn't it? Boston Herald. Boston Herald. Herald. The Boston Herald. I think there's also a Boston people, Globe. People, people from Boston are you screaming get both at them. us. You, right you now. always have. I you, have like five. Papers. You got the New York Times. You got them all. Yeah. So I read so, it. So you're reading through, and sure enough, front page headlines. You know, assassination. The the mayor of Boston Fine. stabbed to death by his city council. Is there any mention of our murder? I, yeah, I knew, I knew that that was it had to be an assassination, it, but I'm just pouring through the paper looking for us. Any it mentions us. in the article that there was a string of violence and the police are still sifting through all the notes. It's going to be days before they find out what happened, but it looked like the whole city just lost its mind in one night. And uh, in the middle of a late night, overnight deputation, city council stood up all at once with their pen knives 
or fountain pens or anything sharp they had on them and just stabbed the mayor to death. I would say that we have nothing to worry about right now. police arrived on the scene, some of the council members had committed suicide. Others were crying in corners, and the ones who could talk had no idea what had happened or why they had did what they did. I think I should recite what I saw in my dream last night because it came to kind of connect a little bit. So he begins to, you begin to tell your story of being in the diner, recounting what happened, and I guess you're all having to come to grips with the fact that this was real, and uh, talks of the three mountains. And uh, Tin, are you going to speak up here at all? There's a lot more going on than what we're all seeing last night. I woke up, as you all very clearly heard. Except for the professor. Except, <laughs> Except for the bastard. professor. <laughs> you spoony bastard. Um, what? Just this horrible shape. Unbelievably large. Just over the city mountains and whatever that was god did not put that on this earth on 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 this earth i'm not a man of faith but something like that makes me believe there's something more terrible out there i think we all need to see shrinks i study that so uh on the other pages there is um a report on uh lawrence burke and his performance last night, which was much looked forward to in the culture of the arts and um, kind of marred in the uh, the recent news. He's going to be buried now. No one's going to remember the performance. Um, and this is where you begin to make the connection that the face there in the insert on, on the second page of the paper is the same face that you saw in your dream playing on the piano. Well, I think we should investigate him, see what he's up to. Professor, you said that this man was playing a song in your dream. How did it go? So you begin to go through that tune again, and as you're humming it out loud, all four of you are going to roll a sanity check. Oh, <laughs> I can look forward to failing this one, too. And you I wasn't being unfair to the listeners at home. Brendan looked at me with these pleading eyes going like, how did the song go? And I, <laughs> This was very much by his permission. Oh, my God. 61 over 59. You're 20. Doing Okay, so... I'm I'm under. I passed. I'm 32. I'm good. Okay, so I you hate guys all, of you. all going like I remember, yeah. And you guys are each of you one at a time finishing off how the song continued to go. A strange sort of jazzy beat to it that hits weird minor chords at the wrong times with a rhythm that doesn't seem to really be consistent. And as this is going, you look over to the room and you see Tin walking off to the fireplace and picking up a poker in his hand, and he's. His eyes are rolling back in the side of his head and his arms shaking as he picks up the poker. Tin? I'm drawing my gun, pointing at him. Tin, put it down. Tin I clearly can't hear, don't hear you. Tin, <laughs> Tin doesn't hear you. And uh, he, his, his, his hands seems to be moving to the, the strange rhythm that the song was going as he can use to dri- uh, grip Guys, the Guys, it's, it's the fucking song. Poker. Is he coming at us? He's not coming at you yet. He, hasn't knew even, he doesn't seem to even be aware that you're in the room. Drop. The, I, I raise my voice. His back is to yeah. you. He's facing the fireplace. Put it down. I hit him in the back of the head with a gun. Well, <laughs> okay, I was going to have Mike roll something, but you hit him in the back of the head with a gun, so roll a strength check. Uh, good night. <laughs> good night, sweet friends. Uh, I pass. Yeah, so you clock him over the head. Of the, uh, fuck, uh, that's uh, roll a, um, a d4 for damage. 
Losing my money, you're kicking my ass. <laughs> what right, the so fuck? Two points of hate, uh, health points. Two points of hate damage. <laughs> and, uh, I hate you so much. And 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 the the fire poker drops in your hand as your whole body goes limp and you fall collapse to the floor. Cool. How many sanity points did I lose? Uh, you you only lost the one because they interrupted it before you began to think too far what was going on. Oh goody. So 58. let's let's not hum that song again. So, yeah. I think there's nothing for us to do but check out this bark. you want to read the article some more? Any more information you might find? I'm down to read it. Right, well, the, the article continues to explain the, the rendition was from a mentor of his. Um, well, I have it written down here. Uh, Joseph Schillinger, who's from New York. I would suggest we go to the Hubbard Library just look up some stuff before mm-hmm. we head off. And uh, the <clears throat> performance was done in collaboration with a local Boston radio station. I was um, yeah. I say I just hit up the library, kind of research what's going on, and then hit downtown. Which okay. radio station was it? Uh, it's inconsequential. There was one uh, where they had set up their wires and transmissions from uh, two eighty three Newberry Street in Boston's Back Bay, mm-hmm. which is the place where uh, Lawrence Burke has been beginning to teach jazz and improvisation. So we had the Harvard Library. This is an original he just really wants playing. this library. I Let's really see. want to use this library. <laughs> yeah. so Wait, you, Let's you, take a step back for a second. It's Wednesday morning. You can absolutely use the library. Why are we even looking into this? Why aren't we just going? Why don't we just leave the country? Will this will this follow us? What are, are we the epicenter? What, 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 obviously, there's bigger fish out mm-hmm. here, but but why? Why risk ourselves? Because that's the way it's supposed to be. You're unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telepathically sending this to you. This is not a fucking Pendragon novel. Go away. Uh, <laughs> you will be, um, Mike, you'll wake up in five minutes. Cool. <laughs> I just, I just can, rolled. Can we leave him there? God, go I'm the rolling library. so high for you. I'm we just so leave sorry. a note on him. We're going to the library. Just, like, a note right. to it. Went to library back in 20 minutes. Uh, BRB. Mike, stuff is happening to you while you're asleep. We'll deal with seconds. that in a minute before you wake up. Ladies. All right, so the three of you, what do you want to do? You got tin knocked out on the floor, and you want to go to the library? <laughs> I, I this guess. is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Well, Professor, do you know anything about shared dreams? Like, well, what, Giles. What is happening? Well, I, do, I do study the occult, and this stuff has appeared in the past, so I think it's fair to say we need to research more to really understand what's going on. Well, what do you on. mean this stuff is... Are you holding out on us here, Professor? Well, I study the occult. This stuff does happen in history, well, so... Tell, t- what, what do you know? What is, like, don't, don't hold out on us now. Well, you brought us here. Well, I, I really think we should research it to see what's going on. I've just read about it in the past in my research. All right, let's go hole up in this library. Fine. It's library. The, one of the best libraries in the world. Mm-hmm. That's just fucking great. <laughs> All right, so uh, the three of you, I guess you, Tin will just take care of himself. You guys well, I'm just going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna pin a note to him. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say it. Take, take a look at him. Is he seem to be soundly out? He's soundly out. He's... <laughs> He's fine. All Resting right. on the orgy carpet. <laughs> All right. That, that carpet seems some fun. Don't That's worry. He's good. He's get. in good places. So as you head down the uh, uh, the stone path towards the opulent library of Harvard, um, you see uh, uh, a police car is parked out front. And the doors are closed, and there's tape across the front. Library's closed for the day. What happened? You, you can ask the police uh, officer. Yeah, there's an officer out front who seems to be standing there. I'm well, going to pull out my PI license and flash it at him and say, uh, You officer? don't want to go in there, sir. As a, as a member of the faculty, I want to know what's going on. Uh, you mean you didn't hear? We weren't here last night. No, I just got into town late. Oh, 
sorry to be the one to break it to you, but the uh, head librarian was murdered. What happened? I don't know. There was students staying over at the library. They were there for some kind of gathering. I'm not sure what it was for, but they all turned on him and stabbed him to death. Is there any way I can get my research from the library? No, this is a crime scene. This whole place is going to be closed down for the day. Do I have a personal library? <laughs> <laughs> you have notes in your office, but... Let's go back to my <laughs> You are the strongest proponent of the library heard I've ever met. But, uh, <laughs> he says, uh, the, the, the police officer says that in, in, right, in light of the events, the classes have been canceled for the day and the students have been sent home. The uh, uh, campus is mostly closed. They'd I'm like free. to keep things closed because of the investigation. They'd prefer if you just headed home, stay but out I, of the way. I, I live on the campus. Mm-hmm. So I am home. Sure, well, just stay out of the way. Probably best to stick to your residence today. Stick to your books. Do what you do best. But you won't let me have my. He sobs about how his books are behind the doors. That's it. All right. My Someone's babies. died. Don't you have like a soul, you aristocrats? Seriously. Would you take it? He's getting like really annoyed at like your cavalier attitude to the death of one of your colleagues. Yeah. The librarian was a bad. All right, let's get out. Let's get out of here, professor. Uh, okay. Uh, I will not try bribing the cop. Yeah, you better not. Probably a bad idea. <laughs> Let's go, uh... I guess there's nothing to do but go back into town and see what's going on. I, now, I think. what happened to the stolen car? Just curious. Oh, it's parked up front. It's in the driveway. Can I, do I have my own driver? <laughs> no. Oh, Jeeves? No. Your credit check wasn't that good. <laughs> no, it was actually pretty good. You have... You have a tenureship at Harvard. You have your own residence and your own car, but not and your own maid. driver. You have a maid. What you need to do to is be just fair, find one of your the students. maid works for all the residences. She just kind of moves between buildings. Actually, most professors at Harvard do have maids. She just, at this time she just really loves the orgy room. <laughs> yeah, he tips her well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, so let's get. Let's, Sees no evil, speaks no evil. Let's not get into the stolen car. And let's go to my car. All right, go yeah. to your car. What kind of car is it, professor? <laughs> well, professor, money bags. <laughs> It's a Ford. I buy domestic. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> it's the Monopoly car, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's actually an exact model of the car that you stole the night before. A Ford yeah. four-door. Same color. License yeah, plate one exactly. number off. Yeah. Huh, how Very, about that? What a coincidence. So shall we go back into town and see in the uh, cold light of day? Mm-hmm. I'm letting you drive, P.I. All right. Letting you drive. And, uh, oh, are you going to pick me up off the floor and just leave me there? <laughs> uh, ten Went to the library, scratched <laughs> so, out, guy dead, went to meanwhile, town. Meanwhile, uh, back while you guys were heading over to the library, uh, Tin, you once again, you have the same dream, the same encounter, the same stabbing, the same murder, the same mountains, the same shapes. Um, but you don't see anything this time. It's just the shadow over the whole city and uh, all this movement of you can't really make out small objects moving through the streets they're all moving they're all moving in towards the back bay of Boston moving in towards Boylston Street all moving towards carrying the bodies over their backs uh, like a like a have you ever seen um like a rat swarm sort of thing uh, it, yeah i'm thinking more like how floods and they pick up sticks and they sort of move really quickly those flash floods as they go through the desert Kind of, it's it, it. It looks like one of those. It's just this rushing current, all moving to the northeast of Boston, out into the water. I'm, and then you wake up. Are they around me? Hmm? Are these guys? No, around? you're alone in the room. I'm gonna write down everything that I 
remember. Stuff like details like streets or whatever, addresses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's got to be a sanity role, isn't it? Uh, yeah, actually. As you're, as you're recurring <laughs> you're welcome, and you're focusing even you. more on, on the horse. I just met you. <laughs> you begin drawing the map, but then your hands begin moving and start drawing the shape. Oh of my god, I succeeded. 28. And, and you just draw those three mountains. And you see, actually, um, you, as you're drawing it, you're drawing it over a map of Boston that the professor had in his room, and you draw the mountains there and there and there. And you realize that these mountains um, are, are, are part of Boston, but you don't know much about Boston. All you know is that um, most of the docks that you work on is all reclaimed land. They're always filling it in with even more land and more landfill. And uh, Boston and the peninsula must have looked much different before, and you're thinking, maybe this dream... Could there, be uh, there's a connection. An older version of Boston, someplace before, but uh, can't take another point of sanity damage for thinking about that. Mm-hmm. But however, you do get a point in the Cthulhu Mythos if you want to add that to your. Because right. of all the sanity damage you're getting, <laughs> your uh, Cthulhu I'll be a Mythos. Fucking expert by Where's the your Cthulhu Mythos skill at right now? Um, oops, my Cthulhu Mythos skill is at. Just looking. Where are you? I think it was at two. Was How at much three. sanity have you lost? Oh, I started at seventy. I'm down to 58, so 12 yeah. points. So your Cthulhu skill is now at 12. Holy shit. So this is where you start, like, randomly spouting off words that are all guttural and don't make any sense, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, pretty much. I am a perfect picture of mental health. <laughs> okay, so um, is anyone caring about 10, or are you all just getting in the car and leaving them behind? <laughs> I suggest we get him. Okay. So I did knock him out. He, pull- <laughs> <laughs> he pulled a poker on us. So uh, when, you, when you walk into the room, you see him hunched over the desk. And he's moving his hands across the page and he's drawing I now say leave him. images. <laughs> and then he stops. He looks over his shoulder. Oh, oh, hey. He doesn't seem to be aware of what he was doing a second ago. This may be relevant going? to our interests. <laughs> Uh, like what, I look at the page and what, now, what why I see. He's just been hurt? drawing crappy circles over maps of Boston. Spirographs. <laughs> <and, laughs> three, three circles over Boston at different parts. One looks downtown, one out by the harbor, and one in the south end where the diner was. I look up, I look back down, I look back up. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be very <laughs> helpful to us. Do I remember the address that was mentioned? Uh, no, Another but you, 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 you remember... <laughs> Looking down at the map, you remember that it was up here where I've drawn the X, where the the uh, man on the piano was playing. And uh, anyone who knows how to read a map, like the professor, knows that that's Boylston Street. I said we go there. Where the um, where he was playing. I yeah. want to know more about this. Um, do you have a you? You're a historian. You're, I am indeed. Yeah. Do you have a a, a skill in in local history, history, history things? I do as well. Education. I do in a cult. I have a 50 in local history. Perfect roll for local history. To see. 38. So that's a regular success. I mean, you know, there's been some excitement over there in the last decade or so. Excavations of old uh, uh, native grounds. God, it's always the the Indian uh, burial grounds. (laughs) It always is. Not a burial ground. It used to all be underwater, but it was... uh, it was a fishing weir, and it was. Uh, they think it might be one of the oldest. There's tens of thousands of them that they found. All these stakes that are all buried in the clay. So as they've been building the subway in Boston, they, uh, for the last 20 years, have been uncovering more and more of, of this fishing weir. It's kind of, uh, especially for someone into history like the professor 
And just sort of piece of trivia for something like the PI, it's an interesting little tidbit of Boston is these <laughs> ancient fishing weirs. And, uh, and anyway, it's just all on uh, Boylston Street is these uh, excavations that have been ongoing, made more famous in the last couple of months. Uh, you remember there has been talk in some of the scientific papers mm-hmm. and in the newspaper as well, too. Cool. Archaeology ex- experts coming into the city. Well, I do have a 60% archaeology. Of course you do. <laughs> I think I even had a rule to avoid that with these characters. Yeah. I mentioned that on Facebook. Yeah, no, I remember that. You said that. don't play an archaeologist. Yeah, yeah that's what it said. Oh. You're not an archaeologist. You just have archaeology skills. <laughs> All right, yeah. that's fine. You're the editor-in-chief of C&G, not me. So uh, uh, anyway, that's 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 a little bit of history that you, you uh, recall off the top of your head. I just got here a month ago. I don't know shit. No, <laughs> you're from Chicago. You don't know any better. Well, I don't know why we're doing this, but let's go to Boylston Street. And... Are you, you fucking nuts? You know, it feels like we, we've we been driven together for some reason. We keep having the same dreams. It doesn't matter where we are. I feel, feel like even if we went to fucking Timbuktu, we would still be haunted by this dream and these nightmares. This is bigger than us, so let's learn more. Fucking professors. <laughs> Investigators, professors. <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> the reason why you ran away. <laughs> Circus man. <laughs> All right, so you're getting into the professor's car, heading back into town. Yeah, Wednesday in Boston. I'm driving. March the fifteenth. All right, so uh, you're driving, and um, as you're going down the road, uh, Julian, uh, make a spot check through your rearview mirror. Not bad. Uh, that's a uh, hard success. Okay. You think you see something out of the corner of your eye, but yeah, whatever. Might just be an animal. So you're going down the road. I didn't roll high enough to right. scare you. So the uh, car continues down, and um, you guys uh, begin to feel a little drowsy here on the road. It's a 45 minute drive, but it's mostly <clears throat> back road hitting into Boston. So uh, just roll to stay awake. Guys, don't fall asleep on me. Didn't uh, I get a great night's sleep? You got a great night's sleep. You're right, Professor. Okay, you I'm fine. You don't have to worry about it. But Scarlet and uh, What do we have to roll tin. to stay awake? Uh, it'll be a constitution check. Just, you know, you don't nap. And I'm good. You're 17. Good. No, I failed. Finally. <laughs> you don't fall asleep right now. I'm asleep. So Scarlet's sitting in the back seat, just kind of, you start curling up against the window, watching the trees going by. And drooling. So you begin to um, fall asleep. You're looking out the window, and you think you see... Uh, a shadow come past the window, shooting past the car, and then move and come to a stop. And as you open your eyes just a bit, <clears throat> right before you wake up, you're you're convinced that there's a face on the other side of the window looking in on you. That's nice. <laughs> and uh, wake with a start. Yeah. So that will uh, roll a sanity check here before I tell you what happens. It's always sanity checks. Sanity checks. Oh, sanity checks. I failed by one. Oh. <laughs> so you take four points. Oh God! It Which isn't enough to cause anything, but it's going to. That makes me the one with um, the least sanity here, though. Now I'm at fifty-six. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fine. You'll get a give yourself two points to Cthulhu. Okay. There on the side. It's a bit of a reward for your sacrifice. <laughs> um, your problem now is your. Uh, you you want to you want to stop the car. You want to get out. You're, 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 you just have this, you, you need to get out of this car. Guys, 
guys, I have to I have to get get out of the car. What's guys, wrong? Guys, can we can we stop the car for a minute? I have to I'll pull over. I have to yeah, yeah, I have to get out and then she the car pulls over and she gets out over. and she like runs five or six <laughs> steps and you get out of the car. sits down on the ground. Um, give me a constitution check. Ah. You just want to make a normal success here. Yep. No. Uh, yeah, normal success. Okay, that's fine. You don't throw up. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> I'm the classiest of broads. Go away. <laughs> you remember... You, you didn't recognize his face, but you're, you you could tell from the eyes this... this Whatever this was, uh, it was it was something wrong in the eyes, in, in the reflection that was looking back. It, it was your own reflection in the mirror, but there was something else there. And I get out of the car and go check... Yes, I'm like, am I just alone? And everyone's like, yep, that's it. I'm staying in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You all right? I'm staying in the car. You're staying in the car? I'm staying in the car. I right. just had a nightmare. I think, uh, I think I'm going to be okay. Right. These are uh, dark times. Try to try not to fall asleep. Try to stay awake. These uh, feels like it gets us the worst when we feel the most relaxed. We sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> all awful right. Idea. Head into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So you take a minute so and start breathing normally right. again. You get back in the car and you start making it back into the town. The, the roadblocks that were there the night before are gone. The streets seem to be moving fairly hmm. casually for a, a Wednesday morning in the city. Professor, um, you got any uh, any whiskey in this car? Of course I do. I'm a professor. <laughs> <laughs> it comes standard. <laughs> The the hip flask is in the uh, the glove box. It's in the glove box. Yeah. I'm gonna kick it open. As it always is. Take a shot. Calm okay. my nerves. You're now drinking and driving. <laughs> that was common in the forties. <laughs> of course it was. We are setting the example, children. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go to university, kids. You can be like us. <laughs> Have orgy floors. <laughs> I take a swig of the I take a swig of the flask as well. Good man. With oh. dexterity check nerves. as you're driving the car. A dexterity check? <laughs> Seriously? All right. Yeah, of course. I thought, give it here. I here think comes, I need some of that, too. Here comes uh, yeah, that. Uh, kids listen to the show. <laughs> oh, not bad. Uh, that's that's a uh, hard success. Thank God. Justin, we <laughs> murdered a man, and you're concerned about us drinking? <laughs> oh, this is Julia's improvisation, not mine. Yeah. So you're fine. So if you're heading up to Boylston, you head up there, one of the side streets, Newberry. And, um, that's it. It's just a nondescript home. Uh, stone building stairs leading up to the front door. People walking around, daylight. Oh, good. At least there are people. Can I go knock on the door? Sure. How do people look? Do they look? Uh, Just like people. Do, do, they, do they look jittered? Like do they look unsettled compared to a normal bustling city? Uh, the, I start watching a little closely. I mean, there's a few people that are talking. I mean, it's like, you know, mayor has been killed. It's uh, not a normal morning. Some people aren't going to work. They're walking over to see family. And, yeah. you know, it's not as busy as it would have been on a day like today. Um, a lot of people probably took the time off work after they saw the news in the paper. Uh, it happened just before the print would have gone out. So there was enough to put out a, an emergency edition of the paper in time for the morning yeah. deliveries. But, the uh, yeah, obviously people are nervous. Uh, why wouldn't they be? But other than that, it's what, exactly what you'd expect. Mm. So the house looks normal? It's not a crime scene or anything yet? Uh, not that you're aware of, no. It seems just like a old home. Oh, then I knock on the door. So you, yeah, I was just going to say, I dare you to go knock on the door. <laughs> and, uh, Professor's got balls. <laughs> <laughs> Professor's got an orgy room. What did you expect? Uh, there's no answer. I say break in. 
Who can break in this well, place? Let's just, let's just test the doorknob first. <laughs> <laughs> test the knob first. Test the knob. I test the knob. The door opens. Okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, the door opens. You open into a, a fairly large room. Um, a lot of you know wood benches. Looks like a, a foyer or a meeting area. Um, Orgy room the redux. Room. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you know, big old grandfather clock moving. Orgier. Tick. I call out. Hello. No answer. I say we go in. Go in and close the door. Yeah. Yeah. No. Don't so want random passersby being like, "Hey, what's happening?" It's pretty big Party on the inside. The it's a it's a it's a big hallway with some doors leading into. Um, I've seen area. eyes wide shut. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. And the uh, uh, hallway leading down several doors. Um, other than that, it seems fairly empty. The lights are off. I'll turn the lights on. Do we rec- actually? It's <clears throat> daytime. Why do you need the lights on? Yeah, it's a dark house. I don't know. Yeah, well, it is. It, it, the hallway has no windows, just yeah. in the front door area, and then there's you know, square room leads into like a T with the hallway leading down further into the back of the building. Can I do a, a spot to see if anything looks familiar in here? Sure. Yeah. Cool. S- epic success. Uh, you've never been here before. <laughs> no, but does anything recall? But it's really do nice. I recall anything? Does it look? Does it, do, does nothing? Nothing evokes anything. Nothing for you. You didn't actually um, come See, near yeah. this place in the dream like the professor did. Cool. So, <clears throat> so you're sorry. Ah, my throat. Well, then should I not uh, recall what's going on and try to figure out where what my dream kind of meant? Sure. So you begin walking down towards the hallway, down to the end. Just feel drawn to that door at the very end of the room. Okay. I open the door. At the very end of the door, you open. There's a man sitting at the piano in a big open room. A bunch of people sitting around in chairs, all slumped over. Is he blind? No. He's yeah. just sitting there, his back to you. Excuse me. He looks over at you. He tired eyes, doesn't seem surprised to see you. Hello? He just nods. What the hell's going on here? Have a seat. You must be here for the performance, he says tiredly. I say no. No, I'm not. I want to know what the hell this song means. We keep seeing you, sir. Mr. Burke, I presume. You didn't see him, though. doesn't seem to recognize the name. (laughs) Do I recognize this guy from my visions, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, This is the guy. But in the dream, it was alive, bright smile, bright eyes. Pointing my gun at him. Who the fuck <laughs> are you? Because this guy's been, this is the guy, the reason I'm nuts. He just <laughs> doesn't seem to. The war was the reason you were nuts. He doesn't react. He, he is just, war. His eyes are tired and lazy and he must be here for the performance. Why are you in my head? I'm just here to play the song. And he turns back towards the piano. Fuck that, running. <laughs> Can we break his piano? Uh, you could. He's not doing anything. He's just sitting there. I don't want that song to be played again, so let's mm-hmm. stop that. Okay. Well, first, let's take a quick look at the How people. How did that song he- go again? I don't want to People remember. are slumped over, right? Yeah. Are they, are they dead slumped over? Are they? If you want to walk up to the first one and have a look. That, that sounds like a bad idea. Uh, I've, I've got first aid. Let's try this. All right. Okay. No, First one appears to just be in a very deep sleep, just slumped back on the chair. They've they've got a pulse. Yeah, they're still alive. Breathing heavily. I'm gonna slap him. 
<laughs> I don't wake. Hey, buddy. Yeah, I'm still gone on the street. <laughs> I'm waiting by the car. <laughs> Fuck this. You're waiting outside? Yep. All right. I'm not risking hearing the music again. Okay. I say we break the piano. I say <laughs> I say we take this man in for questioning. First break the piano. <laughs> First break the piano. All right, you want, he loves libraries, he hates pianos. If you want to break the piano, you're welcome to. Okay. So I break so the piano. How are you going to break the how piano? How are you going to break a I, grand piano? What's in the room I can use? Well, there's... I have my gun. I can just hit it if you don't. <laughs> there's some electrical up equipment set up to record the performance from last night. So you're going to pistol whip the piano. <laughs> there's are there any a, mic stands? Uh, there's like a phonograph, one of those big metal phonographs. In the I, side. I think I just pick that up and start hitting this piano. There's some brass instruments. What is around. wrong with you? <laughs> You're a really violent professor of the history. So, Justin, can I ask the, the added and... the piano sound effects right here about him destroyed the piano? Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> so, all right, what, what do you pick up then to use as your well, bludgeoning weapon on the piano? Person. What is there like a trombone? Yeah, no. Oh. Why would yeah. that be? Yeah, well, no, because this is a jazz. There's a lot of jazz being yeah. played, and so I said the brass instruments. So I, I, I pick up the trombone and just start smashing this piano. <laughs> just start smashing into the piano. Well, the very first time you hit the piano and the sound goes, everyone who was sleeping on the chair stands up. Whoa. Oh, that sounds bad. You're just standing yep. there. And their <laughs> you eyes are open. Outside, didn't you? <laughs> So you were looking over at their pulse, and all of a sudden, they one just pushed you back as it stood up really quickly. And they're just staring forward. You shouldn't do that. We need to play the music, says Lawrence Burke, sitting at the ta- chair. I'm going to move to detain Burke and mm-hmm. hold and you know, pin him back. He begins to, like, tiredly, not without strength, he tries to, like, pull away from you. He's pulling himself back towards the piano. I want to I hit underneath the main... Arch of the piano, just right into the strings. And I'm gonna pull him. I'm start, I'm pulling him back out of the doorway. <laughs> well, before before he There's hits the 15 strings, fifteen people who are all standing at attention in the room. I'm I'm gonna like creep towards one of the people who are standing and try and check their pulse again and see if anything's changed. Are they awake now, or do they they're still just, seem to be they're, asleep? They're they're they appear to be awake. Their eyes are wide open and they're staring forward. They're at like attention. I'm dragging Mr. Burke out of... Uh... How, if you're dragging him, give me a strength <laughs> check, because he's starting to resist the further you pull him away from the piano, the more he's pulling himself towards it. Uh, hard success. Okay, so you're, you're, you're pulling him back. You're able to... I mean, he's just some guy. <laughs> yeah, he's just um, a pianist. And he's, and he's pulling himself, but he, you can see he's just stretching and pulling. The further you pull away, he's, his hand's going out as he's pulling back towards the piano. You have to let us play. You can't stop it. Stop. You have to you're let making, us play. You're making Slender Man. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Do I, uh, I don't have anything on me to, to, with which to really detain him or hold him down, Just so yeah, I'm going to hold out. him back. Knock him out with your gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't it all seems to work so well. <laughs> we don't all subscribe to the Brendan Fry School okay. of Philosophy. Uh, professor, are you, are you trying to take out the arch of the piano? I'm trying to take out the arch of the piano, yeah. Oh, okay. God. So as you go down to attack, the, uh, the 15 begin walking towards you. Well, it only takes one hit to take out a piano. Yeah, all right. So swing to hit. Strength check. Strength check. <laughs> okay. Hard success. Well, it's a medium success. 51 out of 70. Well, what is it? What's the number for a medium success on your oh, sorry. part? Just, full, just regular normal success. Okay, so it's just a regular normal success. Yeah. All right, so you, you swing it and you break out the leg. Uh, no, I was going right for the strings. He's going for the oh, strings. Oh, you're going so right like for that, the center of the strings. Just open. Boom. You're just smashing it. All right. Uh, <laughs> fuck. I'm, I mean... 
Yeah. I, think, I think the orgy room is getting one. in my head because hearing the sound was dong. <laughs> dong. Dong. So as soon as that happens, the 15 rush towards you. And they all begin grabbing at you and pulling at you. Nice knowing uh, you. you. You're being attacked. So okay. You can roll to dodge if you like. Um, that'd be dexterity? Um, you, no, you have a dodge you, score. You I, do have a dodge. A, I do not have a dodge score. You should. It's, it's, on, yeah. it's right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 35. You have 35? 45. 45. So. I fail miserably. <laughs> Shit. How's Burke <laughs> reacting? Burke begins to resist. He's going, no, no, you have to. No. I'm going to um, try choking him out. I've got of the ones you grab, two of them get your arms and just begin pulling you away from the piano. Okay, have I done enough damage to the piano so it won't play anymore? Nope. Just, really? Just, just the middle of the, just <laughs> most of the strings are broken, but you can still generate noise from it if you wanted to. Okay. Like, gonna, the, I, the, the, it's still going to go boom, 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 but it's not, <laughs> not going to sound pretty. Yeah. <laughs> And it could still be restrung. Oh, well, of course. Well, it could. Yeah. I, I was assuming it would be available. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I guess I'm going to go try and help the professor. He seems to be having a okay. bad time. He's got 15 guys on him. <laughs> I'm going to well, try to choke which out Burke the here. the smallest? <laughs> um, there's, of the 15, there's one who's standing further at the back, just, again, watching like the rest were. Uh, but two of them have grabbed the professor, and they're just pulling him away. They don't seem to be hurting. They're just pulling well, I've already done what I need to do, so I'm okay with oh, that. Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, Errol? I'm choking out Burke. I want to knock him out. You're choking him out? Okay, well, strength. Yeah. Choke a bitch. Um, oh, that's not... You want to have a hard success, a normal success, oh, you might accidentally strangle him. Yeah, that was that was, that, that, that was just a, that was just a, uh, a regular success. Okay, one, so... One under... His, his face is turning blue, and he's... he's I can't really breathe. His head turning purple as you're... You're not doing a really good job <laughs> choking him so much as you're just suffocating him. No, he's doing a really he's good really job. Good job. But it's, <laughs> I'm gonna let go. He starts breathing heavily and he starts again pulling towards. You have to let us play. You have to let us play. Who play what? He just keeps repeating it. He's just he doesn't seem to even be aware you're there, other than the fact that you're pulling at him. You know what you could do? You could break his fingers. I can't play that. I I sure. Play with his nose. <laughs> um. Dodd, you're outside. Psychically communicating. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Magical PTSD powers. I can't think powers. of anything that's going to happen. All right. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, you, you, can, you, can, you, you, you heard the banging from down the hallway because that piano is going to make a bit of a noise as it was banged on twice. And you, would I have heard that, that outside? The, the doors were they left open, so, yeah, you would have heard it echoing down. Like, well, we closed pine, the door, but when pine. you went back out, you probably yeah. opened it again, so... so. I'm just letting you hear that, so that happens. Sorry, so you got guys pulling at you, and they're... Since, since I have the lowest... Um, they're pulling you away the from lowest the lowest sanity right now, would the sound of the piano be enough to send me into, no. like... Okay. No, 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 the sound of the piano didn't do anything just Don't tempt him. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the sound of the piano that, that was setting you off before. All right, I'm going to uh, actually take the professor's advice and just... Smack Burke across the head with my with the butt of my gun. <laughs> okay. Uh, no wonder you were kicked off the force. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, then give the strength check or the attack yeah. roll for that. Yeah, it was police brutality that I was uh, <laughs> that I was kicked off for. I was pistol whipping Call suspects every day. Regu- re- regular success. Okay. Uh, roll a d4. D4. Um, someone actually someone d4 me or just roll one on my d- behalf. Here, I'll roll one for you. Three. Three. 
Uh, oh god, you did three damage. So you didn't knock him out, but you smacked him over the head really hard and concussed. He's he 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 falls down and he begins to shake his head, and you can almost see like life come back into his eyes. He's just going, what? What? He seems very confused. Mr. Burke. And he's he's he he looks up. He's terrified. He's, he's you're holding a gun in one hand, and uh, he, he's not really quite sure where he is. Who are you? What was happening? <clears throat> We were think- hoping you could answer the questions for us. He starts looking around. Did you get him into the hallway? Uh, oh, yeah, I pulled him out of the room, right? Because okay. I was pulling him back. Like he sees the light from the windows in the in the room where the piano is. What? How? How can it be daytime? What? What time? What? What time is it? Noon. What? That can't. He starts standing up, and he just. He's in belief. He can't believe what time it is. He doesn't know what's going on. And he's holding his head, beginning to throb and swell. Hey, Scarlet, can you come? Uh, oh, how are those guys actually? How are they? they, they, they... Um, the, the 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 spectators. Yeah. Um, are are they're still holding and restraining uh, uh, the professor? That's okay. Uh, with he one of them watching. Yeah. <laughs> Scarlet, can so, you come help me with? Just uh, pawing at you with and something, holding you still. You're gonna. Hey. Roll a sanity check if you don't get out of this. I, I guess. <laughs> Can I try to break free? Kind of like standing break free? in yeah. the middle of Be everyone, strength. like looking back and forth and being like, uh. This guy needs medical attention and you seem to I know, know what you're doing. Seen. Okay, I so know. you kind of pull yourself out of them and they they, they let go. They, they're they not <coughs> attacking you. They're just keeping you away from the from damaging the piano further. So, uh, Scarlet! I know a little bit of first aid, but like it's mostly just pulled muscles and burns, and I'll, I'll take a look. This guy's got a concussion. Maybe some cold water. He needs a doctor, not a massage. Needs a wet blanket. You're, uh, yeah, all right, well, you, you can patch him up for a little bit. It won't, it might help stop you, the swelling. Yeah, do you want me to roll a first aid check? Might or? as well. Just give it a, you haven't rolled the dice for a while, it'll be fun. <laughs> um, it's a hard success. All right, great, so, yeah, you... You uh, you have a look at it. It looks like it's gonna be fine. It's a little small laceration. You you uh, you just find some nearby water and you just sort of clean it up a bit. SpongeBob. And uh, so uh, Lawrence is he's he's confused. He he wants to know who you are. He wants to know uh, what happened. What happened to the performance? Larry, last night the mayor was murdered. Violence ran through the streets, and we all had the same dream. That can't be. Why are you here then now? A dream that led us here to you and your music. This song is it's nothing. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. It's nonsense. Literally scratchings on a wall. It doesn't mean anything. What do you mean literally scratchings on a wall? Where just, did you find it? Just improvised by the... It doesn't mean anything. It's just nothing. It's just a joke. Just something old. Oh. What's happening? What do you mean? We came here. We found you catatonic, mumbling about playing the song, looking bedraggled and tired. With a, uh, I would remember that. The group of men in the other room, spectating like zombies, still are. Look. And uh, he goes in to look into the room, and he sees these these people. He's, he he's getting really agitated, he's getting really worried. He's, he recognizes these as the students that, that that work under him. He goes, what what have you done? What's going on? We haven't done anything. Well why are you looking at me? Oh I haven't done anything. All I've 
was just playing this song. We just hoped you might have answers. Maybe we can sit down. Here, have a drink. <laughs> Pass him the you flask. You would keep the flask. Yes. Where's Joseph? Who's, where he's looking around the room, he doesn't see where he's asking where Joseph is. Who's Joseph? His mentor. He's the man who set up this this whole meeting. He's the, the, the place the building is named after. There was there was no one I, no one who named Joseph that we saw around here. No, nobody's left since yeah. we got here. It's Schillinger, it's Joseph Schillinger, he's a man from New York. He he was here for the performance last night. I saw him myself. He was he, he was pointing over to where the the chairs were set up next to the recording equipment. He's he's the one who wrote the song. He wouldn't have left. What I don't even. He's starting to really begin to panic. He can't process. Is the recording equipment still happening. running? Um, the recording equipment. Well, it was a microphone set up to a set of wires going into the. Um, Are there reels like reel to reel? Yeah, it wouldn't be real. They would have had that, but this one in particular is a metal etching into. Uh, uh, like a recorder, like a think like a vinyl player, but it's a a metal plate, and it was etching into the thing, and it's just been spinning off the center of the you're, record. You're not gonna like the suggestion, but if we listen to that recording, we can find out what happened here last night. I'm not doing that. I'm I'm gonna go outside if you're doing that. It's the only way to know what happened. I leave it to you. I, All power to you. I guess you guys can stay outside then, and if something happens, I. <sighs> Cool. Have fun. <laughs> Larry, I want to find out what happened, and this Joseph friend of yours seems to be the the missing piece, but maybe we can find out by listening to this record. He, he's going over, and he's, like, waving his hands in front of the students, and he's trying to shake one of them up. He's calling them by name, and they're not responding to him. Well, we have to we have to call for help. We have to call we have to get a hospital. We have to get doctors. We have to call an ambulance. Sure. Something's wrong with them. They've been poisoned or drugged or something's happened. We don't know. He's starting to panic and look. You get, get on the phone. Set. You call an ambulance. Let's get something here. Let's put this phonograph on and listen. And he starts. He goes to run off into another room in the in the building to to where the phone is. <coughs> so you're you're alone in the room with the catatonic students. Let's put the phonograph on. So oh God. you turn on the phonograph. Why am I here? <laughs> and you hear a voice of someone talking. And uh, there's no performance yet. It's uh, an introduction by a voice you don't recognize. Um, he talks about uh, the exciting new areas of uh, architecture and archaeology and the new discoveries that we are making now as we go into you know, the turn of this half century, uh, an exciting new world to be discovered in technology and science and math and then uh, leading to this performance tonight, performed, written thousands of years ago by the aboriginals who lived in this area, the uh, Wapanoag tribe of Indians who etched these rhythms into their fish weirs and left these notes behind 5,000 years before Christ walked the earth. And uh, this is the performance here that they provided, a song from another time translated to modern jazz. I'm going to pull the I'm going to Lawrence Burke. I'm going to pull the, the the needle off the phonograph <laughs> as they're starting to clap. Yeah. <laughs> you pull the needle off the Well. 
Boy, who do we know that knows anything about archaeology? <laughs> <laughs> and fish weirs. So, Scarlet and Errol, you were both looking at the phonograph while it was playing and listening intently as you lift it up just before we go into the end of this hour. One of the arms of one of the catatonic students has reached out and touched your shoulder. And that's where we're going to end dun, this dun, hour. Dun. <laughs> da, 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 da. Dun, dun. Uh, this has been episode two of Call of Cthulhu. As the mystery thickens and the conspiracy becomes revealed on what happened that night in March of 1939, we have been Justin Eacock here running this game for you. And... I've been Mike sitting politely by the car. Don. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll kill you next week. Thank you. Uh, Brendan, unnecessary violence fry. You are not a man of education. Yeah, really. He is a, he's truly a... Uh, Your goddamn thug. <laughs> Brie orgy room jokes poison. Ah, uh, the circus. And Julian harassing composer Spillane. <laughs> Come back next week where I'm sure someone is probably going to have a nightmare. This happened a lot, apparently. It's probably me. This has been These Warriors Are Terrible. You can follow us on Dice Warriors with on Twitter with all the updates on what's going to be happening as well as uh, what's going to be coming up right after Call of Cthulhu is done in just two episodes. We've got some exciting things coming up here before the end of the year. If we survive. If we survive. Join us next week. For more the terror. Mommy. You have just listened to These Warriors Are Terrible. Did our terrible warriors succeed in saving the day? Did someone do something completely insane and stun the GM into a stupefied silence for asking if their horse had a mustache? And lastly, did someone get punched squarely in the goodie bags? Also, are there any settings or RPG adventures you would like our terrible warriors to play next? Do you have your own awesome or insane stories of your own RPG conquest or failures? Comment on this episode post. Message us on Twitter at Dice Warriors or email us at feedback at thesewarriorsareterrible.com. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck to the floor. For these warriors are terrible.